0: Welcome to Standard Chartered Money Insights, a podcast series by Standard Chartered Bank that brings you market views and insights on the go.
1: Hello everyone, my name is Manpreet and welcome to Cut to the Chase. Now tomorrow on Friday is World Bicycle Day. This is a relatively recent designation and started with a professor of sociology, Professor Sibilski, Um, writing a blog for the World Bank on how cycling is everyone's business. After several calls for creating a World Cycling Day, the United Nations officially designated June 3rd as World Bicycle Day uh, only recently in 2018. Now while cycling is very much a common mode of transport in many countries, in Denmark for example 9 out of 10 people own a bicycle, we know cycling picked up sharply in popularity in countries where it was not through the pandemic. Speaking for myself, I know I'll be using this weekend to try out a few new off-road cycling routes myself. Now while I'm doing that, financial markets will still give me and indeed many of us plenty to think about. Now overnight it felt very much like it was a day where good news was bad news. A key market focus was a sharp rebound in US bond deals and the US dollar and much of this could be linked back to a relatively robust manufacturing sentiment data. The May ISM manufacturing index came in at 56.5 despite many in the market looking for a decline and the rise in inventories was one part of what pushed the number higher but there was also an encouraging rise in new order and production components. Supplier delivery times though continued to be a drag. Now for financial markets, the main outcome was a jump in bond yields, with both the two-year and 10-year bond deals uh, rising significantly two-week highs in the US, with markets concluding that strong economic data support the view that the Fed had leeway to continue hiking rates further without slowing growth getting in the way. Now, this view was further fueled by a couple of key Fed policymaker speeches. St. Louis Fed President Bullard said it was too early to say if inflation had peaked, warning it might take more than a few tenths of a percentage points uh, rise in rates to contain it, while San Francisco Fed President Daly also said that the Fed should get policy rates up to the neutral level, which it estimates to be around 24 to 2.5% as quickly as possible. Now, of course, in our view, we'd view the jump in bond yields and the resulting jump in the US dollar as part of a broader consolidation process. Recall that a couple of weeks ago, we had noted that it was likely the 10-year bond yield would see a retest of 3% or even technical resistance at 3.25%. However, as long as these key technical levels do hold, it is likely the most significant portion of bond yield gains is behind us, making us more comfortable adding to diversified income assets, including those more sensitive bond yields like emerging market dollar government bonds. Now, over in China, we also saw the release of the private sector Kaichen PMI data, which many few might know has a greater tilt towards smaller businesses relative to the official PMI. Now, the Kaichen PMI for May did rebound somewhat to 48.1, consistent with the rebound in the official PMI, but it nevertheless remained below the 50 mark, separating expansion from contraction. Unsurprisingly, much of the drag was cited to pandemic-related restrictions, with the new order sub being one factor driving the headline number lower. Nevertheless, as we said yesterday, we believe the focus should now be very much forward-looking. While May data is likely to reflect the impact of COVID lockdowns, the end of lockdowns in Shanghai and a slew of policy measures aimed at supporting growth are starting to brighten the outlook, in our view at least, for Chinese equities and dollar bonds. Finally, a quick word on the Canadian dollar. Uh, The Bank of Canada did raise rates by 50 basis points and said it was willing to act more forcefully if needed. Together with the rise in oil prices, we continue to believe this is positive for the the loonie. Now, Yesterday's strong year dollar meant that the Canadian was only able to just hold steady after the Bank of Canada decision rather than record any gains. But we believe the Canadian dollar remains a prime candidate to benefit from higher commodity prices and policy rate hikes of its own. So opportunities overall in income assets, Chinese assets and the Canadian dollar. Uh, that's what we focused on today. Steve of course will be back with the Through the Noise podcast tomorrow to place a lot of what we discussed this week in perspective. But we'll take a pause uh, here for now. As always, if you enjoyed this podcast, please don't forget to rate and like it. Thanks for listening and wish you a happy trading day
0: ahead. Thank you for listening to Standard Chartered Money Insights, a podcast series by Standard Chartered Bank. For more details on the latest market insights, subscribe to Standard Chartered Money Insights.